I fuck with MS Paint. All right, are we live yet? Are we recording? Okay, good. I fuck with MS Paint. I will say that on the record. All right, well, welcome to the first Americana Pipe Dream podcast or the Pipe Dream podcast. My name is Aiden Olson, CFO of Americana Pipe Dream. All the sound effects are weird. I got to get used to that. And we have Logan McGrath, CEO and founder of Americana Pipe Dream. That is yep. lovely. That yep. is lovely. Yep. We have Mac, our fulfillment guy, running the soundboard. And Ian, our other fulfillment guy, is here as well. Join us for this first lovely episode. Yes. Yes. Welcome. All right. So we're going to go over just the how we started. So, Logan, why don't, why don't we talk about a little bit of, you know, your knowledge and history, maybe, you know, historical military a little bit, mm. um, and kind of how Americana Pipe Dream just came to be. All right. So it's 2015, and me and Ian, our other fulfillment employee, also our very first employee, pretty badass, um, we decided to start an Instagram page called Historical Military, where we would literally just post old photos with uh, informational captions. Over about four years, that grew to like 120,000 followers, and then we just stopped using it. But it was pretty cool and good introduction to how social media works, especially Instagram. Um in high school, uh, me and my friends also had a meme page, uh, which is where the shit posting, non-informational side of Americana Pipe Dream comes from. We're just not gonna mention We're the name not of that mention page. That. No, no, that's. Uh, but it was it was funny, yeah. cringe, yep, funny, it, very very cringe. Um, but you know, it was experience, and I think that's what counts. Yes, it's good. So why don't we talk about how kind of Americana Pipe Dream started and where kind of you tried to start with historical military and just kind of the transition from there? Because I didn't join the company um, until about two or three months um, that it was officially started. So, yeah. So basically, um, 2020, COVID happened. High school was fucked. Um, I graduated. We all graduated the same year, actually. We've known each other all a very long time, yep. which is pretty cool. Um, I went to college, uh, dropped out after a semester because it was too expensive, and I didn't see the return on it. Um, and I decided to start a t-shirt company with a really shitty heat press uh, <laughs> in like December of 21, I think. Uh, January of 22 was our first month in business on paper. Um, Aiden joined in a couple months later. I believe it was March. So, something around there. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah, you guys were renting uh, a house and I remember one night we went over there, we were all drinking and we had like a two or three hour long discussion yep. <laughs> about AP and where it could go. And you wanted in. And I said, yes, because our other partner at the time was not really doing much and I kind of needed an extra hand. Yeah. And when I, well, at least when I got involved, I mean, you and me and even our other partner that was part of the company, I mean, we never looked at it as like, it was going to be a big thing. We always looked at it like a hobby. This is really cool. Let's just see where this goes and just want to be a part of it. And I mean, we, yeah, it, it just, it just it is, is kind of crazy to it, look at where we are today. It evolved pretty fucking quickly because I was doing it full time from the beginning. And then you were working another job at another place that i won't mention we can talk about oh, we can talk best about buy. best buy okay yeah i were right, i cool. used to work at best buy i was a sales <laughs> advisor flipping that tech 
Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you were part-time for a while between Best Buy and AP. And then eventually when we were kind of picking up a little bit, you decided to go full-time. And that's when things really took off, I think. Yeah. And I mean, I was in school too as well, full-time. So, but we are done with that now and graduated. And now me and Logan, we are both both full-time now, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. Yes. But yeah. Um, Do we want to talk about just a little bit on how like... Bali Clava Man and kind of how the original lore and TikTok when we oh, first Jesus. started with TikTok. Because um, <laughs> I really, I, I miss, you know, I love those days oh, yes. um, and always, you know, remorse on them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what's this talk? So when I got involved in the company, I was like, you know, why don't we try TikTok? Because it was a newer thing when we originally like looked at it and it wasn't really, really, it was popular, but it wasn't like super, super popular. Um, and I remember we got those Swiss balaclavas <laughs> and, uh, or but with those, the Belgian. 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 Sorry, we have the Swiss ones now. That's mm-hmm. why. Okay. Yeah. Belgian balaclavas. And you put one on and we just, you kind of, the character just kind of happened. It did happen. Um, I don't know. That was, that was a very odd time, I feel, because it really did give us our first big break, but we've moved almost completely away from it. At this point, we have, yep. But, <laughs> but I mean, that fun. is. A, I feel like that's a very mo- good milestone for us because it mm-hmm. kind of allowed us to see it the was power. Huge. It was huge because it was the, huge. The Guerrilla Warfare manual was our first product to ever blow up, mm-hmm. um, and that was because of Balaclava Man. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you. Yeah, um, I, I remember. I remember we posted that video at like in the evening the day before, and I fucking woke up at like six or seven in the morning. And just saw sales rolling in. I was like, where the hell is this coming from? Yep. And I checked the TikTok and it was at like 150,000 views for that one video. And I shit myself. It was so funny. And it was it was crazy <laughs> to see the sales too. Because we, when, at least when I even first started, yeah. I mean, we went um, sometimes even a week without even a sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden see, you know, a sale a day or even three sales a day or four or five. And then all of a sudden six, like, 10. Uh, yeah. And then like a hundred or more in a day. And then, yeah, well, that's yeah, where we're at now. It's just, yeah. it's mind boggling. Um, and just yeah. the crazy rapid growth we were able to do. Um, and obviously Mac, who is here as well, helped us through uh, filming a lot of those Balaclava Man videos as well mm-hmm. um, and coming up with ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, before we move on from that though, I do want to, remorse on the uh blender with the the mre yeah yeah bro that shit fucking sucked i still smell that in my nostrils i believe that it was pretty foul not gonna lie it it was took we took an entire mre like everything in the mre put it into a fucking blender and i drank it through a balaclava as well yeah but the video did all right it It was yeah it was was worth it it no (laughs) <laughs> no, it was I, I, not. I mean, I didn't wasn't the one who had to like try it so or put it in my face. But oh God, we should have done that with a Russian IRP. That mm-hmm. would have been so much better. That would have that would have been better. Imagine like apple jam and crackers in a smoothie. Mm. Oh that my lord, would be pretty pretty good, Boston. Yeah, but uh, yeah, when we have we have some other cool rations hopefully coming in this month as well, uh, and Poland. Poland, <laughs> Poland. It's been such a headache. Yeah, we've been but trying. Okay. We've been trying with since we've had the success with the Russian IRPs. We've been trying to source different, different rations, or even possibly even be able to get the Russian ones or whatnot from a different country, so they don't get taken by customs. But um, it's been a process. I mean, we've, we've been in the works with this for like five months now, almost four months. 
maybe even longer. I yeah. don't remember, honestly. It all blends together. It's uh, it's pretty crazy, but I'm excited for that when that finally comes in because they are supposed to ship this week. So, oh, okay, nice. I like five it. five months of work. Hopefully, gonna pay off. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, um, but yeah. So since TikTok and everything, I mean, we were in your basement for. Let's just talk about that too. I mean, the basement oh, yeah. was crazy. So when I first got started, and we had the T-shirt press. Um, and man, those t-shirts were not great quality. And we, we, we had to change that, which also was a struggle. Mm-hmm. That was our first big struggle. <laughs> um, but the basement, I just remember as like months, like two or three months went by and every, like even just day by day, the basement get more packed and more packed, and more packed. And, um, I remember it was like the month before I left for Mexico, we were like, we need to get out of the basement. And we just decided like, we are going to find a place. And I know we wanted to buy one, but that just wasn't an option for us. Mm-hmm. But um, why don't you just share like the experience of, cause you lived with that. I did. I, I did for, not. For over a year, like a year and two or three months, I was in the fucking trenches of inventory. The stench constantly. of surplus. I got used boxes. to it. I think that's why my nose doesn't work anymore. I can't smell shit <laughs> at all. Yeah, I mean, I I remember by the end, close to the end when we moved out, I mean, it was even a pain to even walk through there. Or like mm-hmm. when we'd carry customer boxes because you were in the basement, mm-hmm. we had to walk all the packages upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I had my bad knee was still kind of bad when originally that all happened. So it was a pain in the butt for me. <laughs> but uh it's just, it's just, it's crazy. It's mind boggling to me. And we are still struggling here, but like, imagine if we were still trying to, oh my God, we would have, we would have capped out a long time ago. Yeah. We would not have been able to sustain the growth that we've seen. No, we would have had to stop marketing completely. Yeah. Which would have been terrible. Well, I mean, we wouldn't have been able to grow the community that we have today oh, no. to the size it is and, mm-hmm. and the people that we have supporting us. And I mean, oh. it's awesome. Yeah. We've been able to do but when we did finally decide to move into the warehouse, I remember you and me were texting, we were looking, and mm-hmm. obviously we had that one place we looked at, which was like a half, quarter of the size of the warehouse space we have here, but it had a lot more office space. Mm-hmm. And we were going to do that, and I left for Mexico. Mm-hmm. And I remember, uh, do you remember the guy's name? No, I have no clue what that guy's name was, but, but he, he did us dirty. Yeah, he, he did pulled, us real dirty. He, he basically had us, the lease and everything signed up, said it was ours, and then pulled out like mm-hmm. the day that we were going to sign the lease and rented it to someone else. Yep. And then and, I, I remember you stayed up all night calling random places in Appleton. Yeah. And from Mexico, I was in Mexico <laughs> calling people. I'm like, we need to get in a warehouse. I'm like, and I was setting up, um, trying to set up as many, um, viewing appointments. Viewing, whatever, well, yeah, yeah. Showings, mm-hmm. showings for, and trying like Logan, okay, I got this and this, what time works for you here and here. And luckily we stumbled across the place we are now. I don't honestly think, I mean, at least for the time that we moved in, this is yeah. a, the this best option it. we could have this found. Was it. Yeah. Um, just a little warehouse space or well, big warehouse space and a little bit of office space. And that's just what we need. So yeah, the basement, the basement was um, unpleasant. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. Don't get me wrong because it was fun, um, but it was definitely not an ideal working environment because we had we had cardboard boxes of inventory stacked from floor to ceiling, just like in my bedroom. Yep. Um, and then eventually it sprawled over into like our tornado shelter area and then eventually into my dad's office. And then when the basement would flood. Ah, yes. Yes. The basement flooded, I think, maybe twice when we were in there. So I would be up 
in like the small hours of the morning, moving boxes, fucking putting fans up, drying the floor, all that. And it was not fun. I remember one of the times it happened, you didn't text me about it until the morning. Yeah. And I was just like, what the heck? Why didn't you call me? Like, I would have came over. Like, I helped you because we have inventory. And at the time, a lot of those boxes sat on the ground and we just stacked them because we had nowhere else to put them. Because uh, obviously, shelving yeah. space with the style of basement that you had, it just wasn't really no, an option for the size was of not good there. inventory that we were trying to house. But I mean, that that is one thing we've been very blessed with is that we haven't had a lot of inventory that gets has been destroyed from anything anything yeah we keep our inventory very safe except i mean every once in a while we get some defective stuff but that's just part of surplus and having used yeah. gear and whatnot that's but just the nature of the business but exactly. we we we've very rarely had bra moments in terms of storage issues which is good yes unless it's just too little storage space which is always that's constant yeah well we are struggling with yeah. a little bit of growing strains now in our new warehouse we are i mean we are ready i think we could probably move out if we wanted to even today and and yeah we be could. able to expand into a spot but we're getting there we rented a couple storage where we rented a storage room i rent another one and we got a little pallet stacker now and it's 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 a happy life happy happy uh it's moving along yeah at a good pace at a medium pace yeah but uh yeah so since we've been in the warehouse we've hired ian ian was our first employee um, and I will say, I don't think I could have asked for a better first employee. Um, oh God. Yeah. When we brought Ian in, we, me and Logan were struggling. We were struggling to keep up with orders, customer service. D at the time we were still responding to DMS, which I think was That's no more. That is no more, uh, just because of how many we get. And that was a huge portion of, I think our time and stress because of how messy and chaotic and we did customer service through them and it just caused issues it caused a lot of issues <laughs> but when ian came in we were able to at least get him on orders and he was a very fast learner and i mean he's been the corn of the crop in terms of fulfillment and yes. been kicking ass since yes. day one so absolutely yes and then we brought mac even though mac has kind of been helping us out uh here and there he is now full-time as well um it's just been it's been it's been awesome you know it's been quite the experience it's been a hell of a ride not gonna lie I don't think we're getting off anytime soon either, which is the cool part. No, no. I mean, I hope to be able to expand the family and, and have as many people as we can and support and grow our community as large as we can and keep it chug-a-lugging along. That is the goal. As they say. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. But, uh, um, and just... I just realized we completely skipped over you joining the company. Yeah. Well, I mean, I we, we talked about We touched on it yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, we can we can we can talk about that. Let's stick a pin in that. Let's do that. Is it? Is, it's okay. You're dyslexic as fuck. We'll fix. Oh it yeah, I am dyslexic. You can you can keep that in. I'm not afraid to share that. Us dyslexic brothers must stand up. Yeah, admin it, admin commented in one of our posts yesterday or like the day before, and it was undecipherable. And I I was like, you are God's most dyslexic soldier. Thank you, Aaron. Yep. Very cool. Yep. Yep. So I just uh, I roll wait, with wait, the punches. Wait, 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 wait. Tell them about the latest dyslexic moment with the tape. Oh yeah, we've got new. Well, I, I'm yeah, I, I'm not afraid. I I messed up. <laughs> I, I I haven't messed up like this in a while. I just we you know when anytime you get like something branded or something or like black labeled. Um, in this case, we black labeled tape for our logo on it. They give you a proof, um, to make sure it's what you want. Um, and if you, anybody doesn't know what a proof is, it's just basically the art that is going to be put on 
the product before they actually decide to print or embroider or do whatever they're going to do to either a sweatshirt, hoodie, in this case, tape. Mm. Well, I opened the proof and the, I gave them our logo, our original logo. So I just kind of assumed I was like, it's going to be the logo. Like they wouldn't actually change the logo. Well, they changed the wording on Americana Pipe Dream to Amer. What is it? It's just American. It's supposed to say "Live American" at the bottom, and they put an extra "a" at the end of "American." So now it says "Live Americana." Yeah, good. "Live Americana," which isn't terrible. Yeah, it could have been way worse. It could have been way worse, but I, I still am like, it's my fault because the proof did have that error <laughs> in it, and I did look at the proof. Like, I had to sign the proof. I signed the piece of paper. Um, and we had, we have quite a lot of rolls of tape we bought. <laughs> we have like six boxes full of it, like yep. 72 rolls in a box. And, um, not only that, but I messed up too, because the tape was supposed to be better than the last tape we got from Uline. And I feel like this is, it's the same stuff. I don't know. It's tape. I mean, tape is tape, but like I, it, as long as it holds the box shut, that's all I can ask. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. But um, I, if it can make sure it's shut, that, that's better. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I goofed up on that big time. That was, a, that was a bro moment and a half. That was pretty good, actually. Yeah. I like that. No, it was, uh, it was good. But uh, no, I, um, I can just talk a little bit, I guess. I mean, I've always been going back. I know we want to talk about me getting the company. Tell me the Jimmy origin story. I, I'll just briefly go over <laughs> the Jimmy <laughs> origin story. Um, I mean, I've always been a very business-minded person since at a young age. Um, I believe like around 12 years old, I was buying and flipping snowmobiles. Um, my dad always pushed me to make my own money. He wouldn't give me an allowance. He's like, you got to go out there and actually do something. So even before 12 years old, I had a small lawn, lawn mowing business that I went around, made flyers, put around the neighborhood. And I had like six people I mowed lawns for for like three years until sports came along with middle school and high school. And then I didn't have time to do that. And then um, I started, uh, uh, I fix it kind of style business. I'd fix screens and stuff through Facebook Marketplace. I just made an ad, um, had a website called Olson, Olson Fix It. Um, did that for about a year and a half. Mac remembers that. Um, through my middle school phase. And I remember everyone and the teachers and everything would come to me to fix their iPhone or their kid broke their iPod or headphone jack broken. Um, and cause I love tech. I, and I loved helping people. So it, I, and it was very easy for me to learn. You just watch a YouTube video cause you can find anything on YouTube nowadays. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just started fixing it and I actually gained two contracts with a recycling company that would send me weekly loads of iPads mm -hmm. that they'd have me do screens. And I brought, I brought in a lot of money, but, um, it was one, a lot of work. And two, at the time I was in school and only in middle school till my, um, freshman year of high school is when I stopped doing this. Mm -hmm. But, uh, it, it was very tedious, like to do those tiny screws that you have to unscrew and remember where everything goes. And even if you have a magnetic board, like I got fat fingers, I got fat fingers. Like my thumbs are, they're fat. That's true. Um, and it just isn't, it doesn't, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work well when you're working with tiny, tiny parts. So yeah, Mac, where's the soundboard? That was a perfect soundboard moment. Oh, wow. 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 Great. <laughs> Very nice. Um, but yeah. And then, uh, I just moved on to high school and I had a few jobs that I worked with high school and sports. I don't and believe you. 
<laughs> Can you do? <laughs> you know what I did. I knew you. I met you in middle school. We talked about that. Um, oh, and we true. weren't like really good friends in middle school, but I mean, we knew of each other. Mm. Um, and then you ended up going to the same high school, but the charter school inside my high school. So we never really had classes together. Yeah, because I'm special like that. I'm wearing a helmet right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, Why the fuck you Hey, hey, Mac, quit it, quit it. The quit soundboard, it. just because we, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I know, yeah, but he, you know, he is lying about the helmet. Or is he? I don't know, man. He might, be wearing, he might be wearing a helmet. Excellent, all right. good. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, back back to the good stuff. And then uh, high school ended, and I was going to go to Milwaukee, but COVID happened. Mm -hmm. That is a wah, wah, wah this moment. Is the, this is the turning point. You got to find it. We got to, yeah. COVID. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if we're allowed to say that word actually, but well, it's said. Uh, <laughs> we're too small anyways to, to make fine. a make it's a deal fine. on that. But uh, that forced me to rethink going to college because everything was online and I was going to go to a UWM or UW Milwaukee and um, they basically like all your classes gonna be online. You're not gonna be able to leave the dorm room. You're not gonna be able to have friends over and this is gonna go on until COVID's done. Mm -hmm. And I was offered a scholarship at the tech school here and where we grew up, Appleton. Mm -hmm. um, and I ended up just doing that and it worked out for the best because you came back and we kind of relinked and Mac was here and we had a few other friends that were in Appleton and we just kind of Booled while everyone else left us mm -hmm. and went to college. Yep, yep. That was a very weird phase. Everyone was at school. We're just kind of at home. Yeah, it's chilling yep. and seeing everyone go out and party and everything. Mm. It's uh, it was I, it was kind of soul crushing. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I had I did have some tough times with that. I still do every once in a while, but I do know that this is for the best, and I wouldn't have had it any other way. Oh so. yeah, me, me too. Me yeah, because I know kids at my school were getting fucking expelled for having house parties. Yeah, which that's, Gettysburg. that's that was terrible. They did that to people who were in there like their second to last year too. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, that was absolutely brutal. That's that's not that's not right. No, it wasn't right. So I left and stopped giving them my money. <laughs> there you go. That's the power power of capitalism. Just stop giving them the money and they'll they'll Mashallah. just try to give you to try to take more of your money. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> give but me yeah. the money back. After that, they told me that I was an official part of the alumni association and they expected me to donate at least five hundred dollars a year. Yeah, that's not. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. My my college was cheap. Tech school is cheap. Yeah, I good. I said I wouldn't have done it any other way just because of that. And I mean, I ended up getting through all of it. Um, and I did school like I said when I was full time with the company. But when I got started with the company with you, um, like I said, I mean, I always looked at it like this is just a cool hobby. It's just gonna be like another one of my things I did, like the I fix it gig or mowing yeah. lawns or parting out snowmobiles and flipping them. Like, um, I just thought. It'd be really cool. And I was going for business too. And I'm like, I, you know, I can help you out a little bit. And you and me, I mean, hit it off. Mm. So yeah. It just worked out. Yeah. 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 Now we're basically married with like five kids. Yeah. Yeah. No, we are married. We always we that we always <laughs> joked about that. Like Logan and me are married. Like as much as like we may have a girlfriend or whatnot or whatever, um, we are married and we'll always be. Even if we get married to Someone else, we, you and me are still married. Mashallah. Mashallah. Habibi. Maybe we should maybe we should move to Utah so we can have multiple spouses. Oh, is that a, is that still, yeah. people still do that? Yeah, the Mormons. I, I find that odd, but I mean, I don't wouldn't. worry about it. Okay, it's for tax purposes only. Trust me. Okay. Yeah, 
I will follow. Oh, all right, boys. We're moving to Utah. All right, new plan. <laughs> At least it's not Ohio. Oh. Down in Ohio, swag like Ohio, down in Ohio. <laughs> All right. But yeah, and then everything's just worked out. I mean, I've, yeah. I can't believe where we are today. And oh. we've just grown so fast in the last year, two years that we've been doing this. And yeah, it was our two year anniversary last, last January on the 11th. Yep. Yeah, last month, not last January. Um, it was very odd kind of reflecting on that. A little bit because uh like i don't know like next week we're going to texas to hang out with some really cool people i never thought that that would happen yeah i never thought we'd visit shot show for or vegas even going to like i mean no. never i mean I, we you always joked about shot show i joked about it yeah because i as i remember when we were making jorts i made a meme it was like americana pipe dream at shot show 2022 and all the other companies are like yeah we make uh picatinny rails and scopes and firearms and we're sitting over here like, yeah, we make branded jorts. Yep. From, and from jeans we bought at the Goodwill bins. <laughs> and thrifted clothes and surplus. <laughs> so as much as we we are a little bit of niche, we're a niche in that mm. gun community market. Mm -hmm. You know, we're an accessory to the gun community market, more say or less. Basically. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It's It's been quite the trip. Can we talk about Vegas a little bit? Oh, yeah. 100%. I, I want to lead off with... Um, we met uh, a lot of really cool people. One of them thought that we were a gay couple because of some shit you said in our DMs, which was very funny. Oh, yeah. Well, we we, <laughs> we may or may not be a gay couple. <laughs> what do keeping, they know? We're, we're keeping it a mystery. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Mwah. Mwah. Um, but, yeah, no, Vegas. So we, we flew out to Vegas. We flew out on Sunday, right? Sunday morning, bright and early, 4 a.m. Yep. Very early flight. And we got there, and I mean, I've I've been to a couple cities. I know you haven't traveled too much, but I know you've been to. Uh, I've been to Kentucky. Yeah. Okay. And Tennessee. Yeah. Minneapolis. That's about it. And Minneapolis is a big city. Yeah. I mean, it's I consider that a big city, yeah. but Vegas yeah. is just the buildings are. I mean, just from leaving the airport to our hotel, I was just astounded by the. I mean, it's just you talk about like New York is the concrete jungle. Vegas is just these ginormous, massive turd-style buildings, mm -hmm. and they're all just casinos and hotels stacked on top of them. Yes, and it's just it's 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 overstimulating. Yeah, just a little bit. It was a lot, but we we kind of stayed in the same couple places all week, which was, I think was good. Yes. Well, the Except first for the night. Strip. Yeah. Well, I was just <laughs> gonna say the first night when we got there, I made you walk the strip with me. And that was before the insoles. Yeah, we didn't have, we were wearing Vans and I have my Adidas street <laughs> shoes. I don't know what they're called, but uh, they're flat as flat can be. And uh, we walked the entire strip. That was interesting. Not the entire strip. We didn't walk old the old strip, but we walked from the new strip to the end to. Yeah, we walked from the Mirage to the end of the, the strip in that direction. Yeah. I think was east. Yeah, east. All the way to MG and MGM, right? All the way yeah. to the MGM Grand, very yep. close to the Mandalay Bay. Yeah, but uh, I when we pl originally planned this trip, I mean, I didn't really know what to expect. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I've heard a lot of things about Vegas. Mm -hmm. um, my family's been to Vegas. I just never have been there. Mm -hmm. um, and they they all told me it was a lot of walking before I went. And I just didn't believe them. I underestimated how much walking it would be. I did too. And it, there's just no way to comprehend how much walking like it. Like I said, it took us like 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes to walk from the entry of our hotel mm -hmm. 
to our room. Mm-hmm. Yep. Of continuous walking. It was pretty. It was. It was all right. It was good. Yeah. It was good, but like I, you got. I got the bad knee. Yeah. So you were suffering a lot more than I was. I think the first day I was good, <laughs> and then except for all the walking, but the second day, it just by the end of the second day, my legs were dying. But, I mean, I loved it. I loved. I love seeing it. It's a different experience. I mean, the people are different. You know, you see the people are great. Yeah, the, I mean, the people you meet are great. Uh, we did meet some native people of Vegas too, and they were all great. All of our Uber drivers were amazing. Yeah, they were fantastic. Um, the food. Oh, the food was so good. So good. Some of the best food I think I have ever had anywhere. Yes. Um, but it is expensive yeah. as yeah. all get up. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not a place I'd spend more than a week in. Yeah. Ever. No. And that's stretching it too. Yeah, that's that. I agree with that. I agree with that, especially if you're on the strip or not doing like mm-hmm. actual activities in Vegas or going to see, you know, yeah. the Grand Canyon yeah. or something like that. Yeah, if you're if you're not there for business, I don't stay more than a day or two. It's it's expensive. Yeah. Yep, and especially if you hit the casino. I didn't even Ooh. spend that much money at the casino, but I lost all of it. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I lost all of it two nights in a row. Most yeah. expensive. Most expensive rum and coke you've ever bought in yeah, life. $120. $120 rum and coke. Because they give you free drinks when you gamble. I didn't know that. And so <laughs> she comes up to me after I've almost lost everything. It's like, would you like a drink, sir? And I'm like, yeah, of course I'd like a drink. Why? And she's like, she, I'm like, why do I get a drink? Do I got to pay you? And she's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, anyone who gambles gets complimentary drinks. And I'm like, oh, yeah, bring that. And like, as soon as she left, I lost the last like $5 in the machine. Yep. You, you had like five bucks left when you yeah. came up too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did have some money still left in there, but it was not <laughs> much. And then it was, it was, I didn't even get to finish the drink before all the money was gone out of the machine. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Gambling is uh, not, not. Don't do it, my, kids. Yeah. It's not good for you. Not good. It's no. an addiction is real. Yeah. Yes. But um, we met some really cool people in we Vegas. Did. We did indeed. We socialized quite a bit. I was a little worried we'd have a lack in things to do, but I mean, we were doing something all the time. All the time. I mean, the last night we were there, we pulled an all nighter just to hang out with the people we met. Yep. Because they were pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, We, I mean, it was just awesome. I don't know if we want, you want to talk about the people that we, sure. We, we met a lot of very, very cool people. Uh, A lot of folks we've been working with for a very long time. I was very, very happy to meet, um, the Sturm family. Oh, they the Sturm were family is great. Those are one of our wholesalers. If you don't know, um, Sturm, Miltech, they we sell a lot of their products. Um, they've been with us since day one. Yeah. Um, and have helped us. Well, not day day one, but like two months in. Yeah. They they have been with us pretty much since day one, at least since I've been mm-hmm. um, a part of the company. And they have been amazing, treated us as if we're family. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are happy to yes. and hopefully blessed to continue to do business with them. Mm-hmm. Um, they are amazing people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I was very, very, very happy to finally get to put faces to the names yep. that we've been working with for so damn long. Yep. And you talked to him at least on a weekly basis. And I you know Jacob, who's our rep there. Um, I, I mean, I, we, I've heard so much about Jacob and I've even yeah. talked to Jacob over the phone. I know you normally talk to Jacob. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it was like a year, over a year and a half that we've been communicating and just have never, I don't even know if we ever did a video call even with him. No, I don't think so. I didn't know what he looked like until like a couple months ago. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's pretty crazy, but, uh, great people. I literally amazing people. Um, and even at Chacho, Show, we met some really cool people and anyone who's listening to that did come up to us in Chacho, Show, we really appreciate it. We did have more people than we thought 
who yeah, knew us honestly, there. So honestly, I did not expect anyone to recognize us at all. No. Is, yeah. I I, I I was amazed. It was really cool. It was yeah. cool to see. Yeah, it was awesome. It was very, very cool. Picked up picked up more guns than I've ever picked up in my or even seen in my entire life. Oh yeah. I finally got to touch an MP seven. Yep, and MP five. <laughs> yeah, and yes. the the whole the whole works. Literally everything. The one were there were there any boosts that stood out to you, really? Either good or bad. The the booth that we went for um Oh, what was the gun that you posted? The STG44. I think so. Where they Palmetto. had the handguns, the da the da daggers, the daggers. Palmetto, yeah. I I like Palmetto's booth. Mm -hmm. I like the way they had it set up. There was always a lot of people there. It was an open booth. Um, I also I, I think I might buy one of their handguns. To be honest oh, yeah. with you, I think that that might be my first actual handgun purchase. Mm -hmm. Um, and they were nice. Mm -hmm. Um, I did like the the knife booth. I mean, the French people we met, mm -hmm. that booth stood out to me just because of how nice the rep was and walked us through their line. And it, I mean, it was. And how old their company is too. Yeah, we, we met um, uh, MT or MD. I can't. Military Depot? No, not Military Depot. I can't remember the name of the French company. I don't remember their name either, um, but they've been in business since 1648. They do French military contracts for knives and all that good stuff. Yep. First responders as well. I think they were talking about firefighters and paramedics. Yep. Yeah. And they contract all of it out. And then you can even, and that's what we're hoping to carry their products. That's what yeah. the, the goal yeah. is here soon to get some of those guys in. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be really awesome. I'm super excited. Yes. And we're getting some French gear in too. So it'll go, it'll yes. go well with that. Ian so. from Forgotten Weapons will love that. Yes. So much. Oh, indubitably. Yes. He was very into it when I mentioned that to him yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> he responded awesome. with colon D. So you know it's good. You know it's good. It is great. <laughs> All right. I know this is supposed to be, we've kind of reefed over a lot of things with the company, but I do want to touch one other thing is the social media and um, kind of our struggles to being the company we are because we do know a lot of our fans out there and there are some people too who either are inspired by some of the stuff we do and want to try their own thing and we want to promote that as because we, we love seeing people doing their getting at it and doing their own thing. Yes, we um, do. It's, it's, it's awesome. And there's not a lot of people who do that these days. No. Um, so any way we can help, I like to help. But um, since we sell surplus and we sell knives and we sell lighters and some of those items that are a little more questionable in terms of danger uh, slash guidelines for social media networks. Yep. Yep. So I just want to touch on how, you know, you, Facebook is a perfect, you know, we'll just start with Facebook. Oh, Lord. All right. So beginning of the company we didn't do much organic marketing and also our following was not nearly as large so we had a very small pool of people to market to so i figured that it would be a good idea to maybe set up some facebook and instagram ads right you know as you do new company put a little bit of money into ad spend just to see what happens um facebook hated that they really hated that um in fact to this day we're still dealing with how we can actually promote our stuff on Instagram and Facebook and all that good stuff. And they have been uh, pretty brutal. Um, other than that, in terms of uh, organic content, um, Instagram has been very good to us in terms of allowing us to post things. I believe in the past six months to a year, we've maybe had one or two posts removed Yeah, uh, for something or the other. It's just, it's just sad because we – even though Instagram has allowed us to post and grow our community and we haven't been really shadow banned um, and they've been very good to us and the content and stuff that we post, uh, which other platforms do not like as much, mm -hmm. um, 
it just sucks with Facebook because all of the, for instance, the Instagram store mm -hmm. and all of that stuff is derived through the Facebook uh, meta yep. platform. Commerce manager. And it, it doesn't allow us, you know, we're kind of cucked on that end. Mm -hmm. Um, for being able to use those tools and resources to either drive more engagement, drive more sales. Or just make um, it easier for customers. Yeah. I mean, to, all you had to do was go to our Instagram profile, browse the stuff you want. You don't even have to visit the website. You can just yeah. Look at it. You and can tag it in posts too. Yeah. It would be so, so much easier. Um, and we, we even paired up with a marketing firm and they've worked with multiple companies uh, in the last like six years that they've, seven years they've been in business. And they they've never seen anything like it. We're a special case. We are a special <laughs> case. It's almost like they've permanently just banned us um, from everything. From everything. For promotional advertisement. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of silly because they give us a ton of organic reach. A yeah. Ton. Like last month, we reached, I believe, it was over 1.1 to 1.5 million accounts organically. Yeah. In December. Something. I think it's something around there. Yeah. Yeah. So like the organic reach is there. We have good organic content. It's just. Uh, the advertising bit is a little bit of a struggle yep. with Facebook specifically. Yep. TikTok cares a little bit more about our organic content. Mm -hmm. We were one violation away from having our entire account deleted. Oh, you remember how mad I was about that? Oh, yeah, I that was... was very silly because, I mean, I've seen just straight combat footage on TikTok, and they don't remove that. That gets I've seen boobs. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll see uh, breastfeeding videos on your For You page. <laughs> Don't ask me why that's there. Hey, I, I saw my, my for you page. I, I swear on my life. You you scroll through it. I'll pass that 10, 10 challenge of not having any any girls or whatever come up. Mm -hmm. But once in a great while, I know even Tony Two Turn or whatever had yep. a video that yep. he just posted. He posted a nipple yep. on TikTok and, that was, that and they didn't take kosher. it down and they're kosher with it. Yep. And we get taken down for some of the dumbest things like yep. they'll, they'll claim something's bullying and it's not bullying or they'll claim yep. that it, it's or they'll just say community guidelines yeah it's very silly i mean typically they end up putting it back up but i remember there was this one particular video that you know back when we were still doing the the green screen like historical content yep i put together like a whole script i assembled photos the whole works and i post this video that's like three minutes long our longest tiktok content ever and it actually started to do really well. Like it was going to approach 500 to a million I remember that. views. And they took it down for weapons because it was about the British SAS in Oman. This is when we first got Omani DPM. And I wanted to kind of give some backstory to why the Omanis adopted a DPM variant. Yep. And TikTok was just like, nope, that's not allowed. I appealed it once or twice, even reposted it once. And it just, they hated it for no reason. Yep. It was very odd. Very, very weird. It is. It is. Um, TikTok. TikTok though has helped us. So we try to we try to tread that that line, mm -hmm. you know, in light that we're not gonna go over the edge. Yeah. Um, but it does happen, and they they sometimes do just strike us for no reason, and yeah. it sucks. They give us a little pee pee slap. Yeah, it's not fun. Um, and it just is something that we just have to deal with. Basically. Yeah. But I don't know. TikTok has definitely not given us um, much in the past month or two because we'd stopped posting. And yeah. The algorithm kind of, we fell out of favor. Yeah. Well, I, and I would touch on that a little bit. Um, I mean, we, we have a little bit right now just because we stopped posting. Um, but if, like, for instance, for new people who are trying to start and get, grow an account, whether it's a business account, personal account, you're trying to brand yourself, 
Um, we, at least something that we've found that has worked for us, especially with TikTok, is you kind of just have to keep trying till you find your niche mm -hmm. and then go off of that niche and feed off of it as much as you can mm -hmm. until it slowly wears down and then try something new until that catches and then stick with that. And then you can always go back to that old niche, which we did, um, aka Bali Clavaman was our first niche. Um, and when we, when we needed to fill content and stuff like that, and it just allowed us then to grow the style of content we had. We went from the Bali Kalvaman silly videos to educational, to reading, to informal, to even just straight out going to you, just talking about, you know, the history of some of the pieces that we carry or the backstory or the features of the jacket or whatever that may be. Um, but we would just try something until it worked. And then that style of video, if it did work, we would stick with that style of video for a bit until it lost its traction and then try something new till that stuck. And then we can always go back. I know that's kind of something we've done. Oh yeah. Um, you can always do that. Um, I don't know when it, when it comes to growing like a small new account, really, you just have to keep at it until something catches. Yep. Cause we, that, that's, that's really the best advice that anyone could give you. You just got to keep going. You just got to keep putting your effort forth with it and know that eventually it will, it will, it will grow. And we were, we were blessed, honestly, to TikTok does allow you to grow a lot faster than most platforms do. I mean, it does. I mean, we still have double the amount of followers on TikTok that we do on Instagram. We barely post there. Yep. And we look at, um, even looking at like some of the YouTubers backstory, like Mr. Beast or something like that, who have been, you know, they spent five, six, seven years before they even had or reached their first 50,000 or 100,000 subs um, until they've all of a sudden hit, found their niche that really just allowed them to take off and just shoot like a rocket straight up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and they, not only that, they did a ton of research on yeah. algorithms and profile pictures and thumbnails and every aspect of making content. Well, we've watched all those videos because you have. and me learn. We try to yeah. learn from all that too. We do. They are so. a very good source for learning. 40 minutes. No way. Felt like a lot longer than that. Okay. But yeah, so that the TikTok TikTok content is is what's really helped us grow our traction, but Instagram's been very steady for us. Then we also started Twitter. Um, yes, Twitter. Twitter, I know <laughs> you post a lot on most of the social media accounts. Yeah. Um, and I know Twitter allows us to be a little more free. And I know you've it you've does. you've you like Twitter now a it's lot. It's pretty good. I didn't like Twitter before. E e e Elon Ma. Ma. money 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> the well i mean yeah well, he's bought twitter now mm -hmm. so that's it, it's changed been, it's been quite nice i can't lie we've grown pretty quickly on twitter and i think a lot of that is owed to the fact that yes we can indeed be a little more out of pocket on yeah. twitter than we can anywhere else yeah which is pretty cool um, and we hope to start making actual full YouTube videos too in about a year or so. Yeah, that's um, going to take a lot of resources, but I think we're, we're on the train. We're just struggling with space and land to be able to make videos yep. and time also to manage with yep. all of that. Because mm. normally, for instance, what, what's different from us, like if you look at a creator themselves who have a big platform, they're solely focused on building that platform. Yeah, we're focused on yeah. building our platform. We're focused on maintaining our community and we're focused on providing a service and yeah. getting our products out there, sourcing everything, mm -hmm. importing, yeah. export. I mean, there's the, so much the, stuff to it. Yeah. And the when you add the dimension of also being a business owner to kind of also creating content, you have to focus on the business part first. You really mm -hmm. do. Because if, if your customer service and your shipping time and everything else just goes down the shitter, but you have a big platform, it's useless. 
Exactly. Because the, the reputation of the company and actually being able to provide good services to people is the essential part, not making content. Yeah. Well, you know how I feel with that. Yeah. So I've I've been a very big proponent, yes. um, especially through the jobs I have and even working at Best Buy. That's why I worked at Best Buy because I got to help people and actually teach them something and sell them something that actually would improve their life mm -hmm. um, and didn't have to feel like I had to upsell because there's no commission or anything. Um, and I kind of just apply that with what we have going on and that customer serves the customer is always right. Yeah. Um, and we try to take care of our customers no matter what. Uh, we do goof up and we goof up quite often. Yes. Um, and we the, the appreciate key, the key is to own it and fix the problem. Yep. Which we do. And we try to do a very good job of that. I, and I will say, given the volume of orders that are going out, proportionally, it's a relatively small amount of. Oh, mistakes. yeah. Yes. It's a small, small amount of mis mistakes. But when it does happen or something like that, I mean, we make sure to take care of it and that um, our community and our customers are number one and they are happy. Always. 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 And enjoy our content as yes. well. That does come second, but that is part of it too. It's like, it's basically happy wife, happy life. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I tried to kind of say that, I think, early in the podcast, but I did not say it right. No, it's, yeah, uh, it, it happens. It's good. But uh, yeah, so with all that, I mean, today we're sitting at a new year now. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, we just brought on two more employees so like total of five of us we said yep. i think now five yeah. employees two owners yeah so seven 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 total because we are technically employed yes. now yes um but uh frank and ivan, ivan who are going to be our new fulfillment guys are going to be part-time and then we have john as well who is wn john yeah does some <laughs> customer service for us we got to get him back on that he's first first week of college as well new semester yeah. Two colleges this week, so he's on the grind. Yeah, he's got a he's got a schools first before yes. work. So yes, absolutely. But yeah, it's pretty crazy what we've been able to do, and yeah. and the people we've been able to support, and and yes. it's just awesome. Yeah. Yes, I agree. But yeah, is that is that a wrap or? What do you think? Should we wrap it up? I think I think that we should talk a little bit just at the end here about what our plans are for this year. Okay. We've no, it, yeah, let's do it. it full circle. Let's full do circle. it. So coming from two years ago, 2021, starting in a basement, moving to a warehouse last year, almost this time, almost a year since we moved into the warehouse, where do we want to take it from here? Because I think we're just going to try and scale it even more, do our best to bring in new, exciting stuff that everyone is going to absolutely love. Um, and I think that that's basically going to be the plan. Um, yeah. <laughs> Scale it, I guess, is a word. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, you and me have a very same vision in the most part what we want to be. And we, we are planning on, like I said, buying our warehouse. That's a big, big plan in the next year to two years that we are planning on doing. Mm -hmm. uh, we are trying to always bring your process. I think we've done a heck of a job doing that. We are still trying to do that. That is a constant daily task. Mm -hmm. All the um, damn time. All the time. And sometimes even when we think something might not be a catch, it ends up being a catch, then we might not be able to get it again. We're like, shoot, you know, we could have bought more at that time. Should've. But it just is what it is. Yep. <laughs> um, but the idea is to, yeah, scale it, keep going, and make sure we're able to maintain. And I think my, my biggest thing, and you know that, is just that we can – as long as we can upkeep the customer service and the quality of things that we're services that we're delivering, um, 
the goal is to scale it as big as we can. Mm-hmm. So yeah, branch out into new things eventually. I mean, I know uh, original clothing is going to be a big thing upcoming next couple years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ian. Um, <laughs> Not sur- the drive surplus drive through. Not the drive through surplus drive through. <laughs> Listen. Oh God. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hear me out here. Online order. We buy an old Arby's. Folks can place an order online, drive through the uh, old Arby's drive-through, say, please give me the surplus. We will give them an order number. They will pick up the order at the drive-through, and then they will drive away happy not having to pay shipping. <laughs> the uh yeah that's yeah the, maybe when we start i know that's what the, you're funny you're funny for bringing that up you're, you're funny <laughs> funny 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 uh we are we are pl- planning to maybe have a camel history museum and uh, yes, maybe yeah. one storefront mm-hmm. um it's just a storefront in this type of economy age. that we live in we live in an economy it's it's very tough to do yeah um, yes, yes, and it's a lot of work for the return on investment that you see, and it's it's also very hard just to maintain. I mean, it, it, from what we already have going on, yeah, basically double inventory system. But yeah, yeah, it would but be interesting. It's it's definitely possible in the future, and it'd be hilarious. I would it, love it. It would be really funny. Honestly, it, I think the drive through would be the best idea for a retail storefront. It would be. It would be something. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we also are planning on manufacturing some of our own clothes. Yes. I that is. The, I have the sample in my office right now. It looks pretty good. There's a couple things we got to change, but I'm optimistic. Yeah. I mean, it's not done yet. No. We, we still it, designing, and we've learned this because we've never designed or manufactured something before. Uh-huh. It's, it's a long, lengthy process, yeah. but we are getting to the end. And I, I can am see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, and I am really excited for our first work jacket. Yes. Um, it's going to be phenomenal, yes. and uh, it's going to be the start to our own apparel line. So mm-hmm. that's a big, in my eyes, that is a big plan for the future that we are trying to do because surplus also may run out, and we at know some that. Point. And it's a finite item, and there will always be some surplus, but it may change, and it may change the style of content or whatever we're able to deliver. And if it affects our business, we need to have a backup plan to keep the brand alive. And if we can establish a really solid um, brand and apparel itself, mm-hmm. um, alongside with the surplus we sell, I think it would, it, you know, it's going to go well, mm-hmm. very well. I agree. So, yeah. New warehouse 2023 or four. Yep. We'll see how it goes. Whoa, the claps. Yay. Soundboard Mac. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, boy. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? <laughs> All right. Well, I I think that's a pretty uh, a pretty good first episode to the Americana Pipecast. Pipe Dream Cat. We haven't quite Whatever. figured out the name yet. It's, yeah. we'll eventually, it'll even be a video podcast, so we'll yes. figure that all out. But, um, yeah, we, we appreciate you listening. And... Yeah. Um, Please, if you all, all are listening, use code DONUT for 10% off our store. Amen. Um, if you'd like to, and if you want to go support our man, Donut Operator, at YouTube, feel free. It's helped yes. us out a lot. Yes. Um, and we appreciate appreciate the tune in, guys. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yes. Thank you.